Hey guys, it's Melissa here from MelissaOatman.com. Welcome to Awaken Your Inner Awesomeness, a daily podcast devoted to spirituality and self-help. If you're new, I want to welcome you. If you're returning, welcome back. So today I wanted to start off by telling you a story about something that happened to me in my life. And the reason I want to tell you this story is because I think that there is a lesson and a message here for all of us. So as you know, listening to my previous podcast, I had a very interesting, sometimes very challenging and difficult relationship with my ex. One of the things that made it so challenging and difficult is that he never really wanted to get divorced. And so he was always trying to like get back together, even when he was still with somebody else. In fact, I told you, I think in prior podcasts, and I know I mentioned this in my book, he got married and didn't even tell me that he was getting married. And I never met really his new wife. And I thought, you know, this had been like an on and off relationship, not really that serious, whatever. He had apparently been dating her since the kids were like two or three and had been with her until he just died, you know, and I had no idea like how serious this was that kids were going around her all the time, that they lived together, all he just lied about all of this stuff. And he never wanted her or I to speak and made things very awkward between us. And I so I'd never talked to her. And that made things really difficult because of course my children really loved her because she was their stepmom and a big part of their lives and I didn't realize she was because I was lied to for a long time. So that was one thing that was a little difficult for me to deal with while he was still alive. You know, that whole issue of why would you lie? Why would you make this difficult? Why, 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 why? And it's only until his passing that I understand truly why he lied because if he had told me about her and we had been friendly with one another or with each other, she might have told me some of the stuff that was going on at his house, which would not have been a good thing for him at all. Not at all. So since his passing, she actually reached out to me and wants to help with their graduation party, which I think takes guts and it was very kind of her to come forward and brave and yet it was completely awkward because here I've never met her and it's like oh okay we're planning this you know after you've had this tragic death in your life and it's it was just very weird and awkward on both sides but we're trying to be the bigger person and the reason that I'm telling you this is because I think that a lot of people right now are going through shifts in their life that are putting them in really weird and awkward situations. If your life is going anything like mine, and I've heard from several people that it is, we're shifting and we're trying to shed the old, welcome in the new. And anytime that happens, you're going to have very weird things happen in your life. It's just that way. It's like the universe has to put us in uncomfortable situations to see what we're made of. You know, and you could have said, I, I have to tell you, there's a lot of inner conflict for me because while I don't personally dislike this person or anything, 
I have a lot of mixed emotions because part of me is still very angry and upset at how my ex treated my children and what he did to them. And part of me and part of my thinking is, well, she had to have seen some of that going on, you know? And as a parent, on one hand, I'm like super unhappy about the fact that I was kept in the dark as to what was happening with my own children. And it wasn't their fault because they were very threatened and and ingrained that you don't talk about what happens over at my house. You don't tell your mom anything. But yet, and, and I, part of me also says, okay, well, this person lived with an abusive partner. She probably also was told the same thing. And he definitely put this tension there so that we wouldn't talk to each other. But part of me is like, you know, I'm so mad because why wouldn't you try to protect the kids? And, you know, if you knew what was going on, part of me wants to believe that maybe she didn't know everything that was going on. But then part of me says you had to see something. So I had to resolve that inner conflict that I had because on one hand, I'm this mama bear who's super pissed that my kids were not protected. And I also feel within me a little guilt that I couldn't see what was happening, that I didn't see it going on. And then there's part of me that feels angry because you're their parent. You're supposed to protect them, not cause them harm. And I know there are many of you out there going through this because I'm in several single mom groups and I, the stories I see, first of all, I know I'm not alone. You know, there are other people who deal with parents who just are terrible parents really, um, and should probably have never had kids, but having to deal with that brings up so many emotions like anger and frustration. And, you know, the fact is that our justice system fails us often because it's so overloaded with people who are terrible parents. I mean, that's just a fact. And I saw that when I was, you know, dealing with my own situation, it took forever to get anything done. And they kept saying, it's going to take forever. You know, that's what they just kept telling us. Like, well, it's going to be several years before anything happens. And that's terrible. Luckily, my children were at an age where they were not in danger because I didn't have them going over to their dads but also at the same time the damage kind of had already been done because they'd been going over there and only recently stopped so there's just like a lot to process and a lot going on with that and that's kind of what I'm in the middle of trying to process and then having this graduation come up was just emotional on so many other levels as well so it's been a lot to really deal with but I know that we're put in situations sometimes to learn lessons. Like there's a part of me that wanted to be angry and just be like, just cut off communication. Like just cut that person out of your lives because we're done with this now. This is over, you know, and then I talked to her and she said, well, I still want to be a part of the kids' lives. And the truth is they're 18, you know, they're old enough to make their own decisions. And the part of me that wants to say, just cut her off, just let's just be done with this. Like we don't need this part of our lives anymore is the part that didn't realize she'd been a part of their lives for 14, 15 years, however long it's been. And the truth is you can't really always just cut people out. 
you know? I mean, if she's not doing anything toxic now to them and they want to be a part of our lives, we've got to let them do that. So I had to deal with the anger that I felt, you know? And, and process, like, what is this anger? Like, what is it really all about? And for me, the anger really is all about that whole motherly, you didn't take care of them. You didn't take care of them. But that's just a part of it because in a lot of ways she did. And I'm just hearing that now too. So it's an interesting situation for me. And I don't know if anyone's ever had to deal with anything even remotely similar to this. But it is just a big mess. It's a big mess that's now having to be sorted through. And my children are sorting through it through counseling and through other means. And I'm having to try to help them and also help myself. And it's just really crazy. It truly is. And the fact that it's interesting, just kind of untangling the web that my ex wove. He kept everybody compartmentalized, like these people over here and these people over here and these people here, and you don't mix with these people and you don't mix with that. And the whole reason was because if people talked to each other, talked to one another, they would realize what he was doing. And that would unravel his whole, everything he built. It's crazy the complex structure this man built so that he could control any given person at any given time. The manipulation is just astounding. It's crazy. He tried, so he told me that, you know, his mom and brother, sister-in-law were all like, they were against me and him and turning the kids against both of us. And that was before the very end of all of this happened. And of course, the truth was that they knew the kids weren't felt comfortable enough with his brother to confide in them what was happening. And then they ended up confiding in me and then we worked together and that was the whole thing. It's like, I have to tell you that this person's bad because if you go and talk to them, you're going to find out the truth. It was a lot of things like that. And that's a lot to process because it's like you feel like you're in this, like I don't know who to trust and I don't know what's, what's up and what's down and what's right and what's wrong. And it's this whole confusion thing. And that's what my kids are going through right now. They're having to figure out what is really true and what's not. Because they've been told so many crazy things throughout their years that are just not true. And if you've ever been in a situation where anyone's manipulated you, that's what they do. They make you feel like you're the one who's crazy. But really, it's all about keeping you under thumb and controlling you. And so when you go and get out of that control and you start really unraveling the truth it can feel like you don't even know what exists anymore you don't know what your world is because everything is just so not what you thought you know it's everything is crumbling and I think that in a way for many of us as we go through spiritual awakening that's kind of a true statement for all of us 
there are a lot of things that we once believed in our lives that we realize are not true, whether it's limiting beliefs or whether it is just what we've been told about spirituality. You know, I mean, in my religion growing up, I was always told that if you committed suicide, you're going to hell. And I don't believe that's true anymore. I honestly, in my own belief, I think that the hell isn't the hell that we think of fire and brimstone. It's having to sit down and look at your life and see what you caused. Like this is the hurt you caused. This is the pain you caused people in a way that's asking you to look at it as how could you have made this better? What could you have done differently? And to me, that's a lot more useful and beneficial than, you know, burning forever. I mean, what is that teaching you? Nothing. We have to take what we've learned and really, truly turn it into something that helps us to become better. And that's what this journey is all about, is learning and growing and becoming better. And I just kind of wanted to share that with you. It's really wasn't the topic per se that I was going to talk about today, but I wanted to share it because I just thought, you know, this is so interesting. And I wonder if anyone else is experiencing anything like that at this time. Because for me, it's like such a weird, like I've never talked to this person and now I have, and it was awkward, but you know, I've, I've got to learn to let go of the hurt and anger feelings and try to move forward in a positive way because I need to make sure that my kids feel loved and supported all the way around. And that's how it should have been all along. It was just egos and manipulation and control that got in the way of that. But again, I feel like some people are really being tested right now. So if you feel like you're being tested I have a few messages for you that I channeled from the universe. First of all, one message that I channeled is when one door closes, instead of trying to kick the door down, which a lot of people do, they spend and waste their time banging their head on the door, kicking it, getting upset that it's not opening. Ask yourself this question. Why is this door not opening? What behind this door isn't for me? Is it timing? Because sometimes it's all about timing. Sometimes when a door doesn't open for you, it has more to do with the fact that it isn't the right time. Something still needs to be worked on. So whether it's a soulmate, if you're waiting on a soulmate, sometimes it's that that soulmate's not ready yet. You know, it's like if you put a cake in the oven and you keep opening the oven door to check on it, The cake's not going to bake as quickly and you can't pull it out and eat it if it's not ready because it'll be runny and it won't taste as good. So you have to be patient and wait. And sometimes it's about that timing of knowing that this isn't the divine timing yet. So wait. The other thing that you need to think about is would I have to compromise anything about myself, my values, my beliefs, by what's behind this door. So whether it's a job, so let's say you take a job. Okay, if I take this job, would I have to compromise my beliefs in order to be in this position? So is it the right timing? Am I going to have to sacrifice my own self, my, my values, my beliefs? 
And also ask yourself, what would the universe be trying to protect me from? I would think about those three things. So instead of just trying to knock that door down, bust through that door and say, I'm ready. Instead, ask yourself, why is the door still shut? Is this the wrong door for me, the wrong opportunity? Or is this the right door, wrong time? Or am I supposed to be learning something from this? What's going on? And then you need to trust that the universe has your back. The universe always has your best interest at heart. And same thing if you're going through any situations that are making you uncomfortable. Ask yourself those questions. Why am I here? What am I being tested about? Because anytime you feel uncomfortable, I'm almost willing to bet you it's a test from the universe. So what am I being tested on? Why am I here where I am? What is this teaching me? What am I supposed to be learning? And journaling those questions, sometimes the answer comes right away and you say to yourself, oh, I know what this is about. Sometimes it doesn't. Sometimes we have to do a little more soul searching or asking for questions. You know, what are you trying to show me? What does this mean? Can you explain this to me? I always ask for signs too, because I truly believe the universe tries to get our attention in so many ways. It's absolutely crazy the way the universe can get our attention. So ask for signs if you're trying to figure this out. And I tell people when you ask for signs, make sure that you keep a dream journal by your bed because oftentimes we are visited in our dreams and that's where we're given our signs because that's where it's easiest to connect with us. I think so many people are afraid to really truly know the answer But really, you already do. Your higher self already knows the answer. So sometimes it's all about quiet reflection, you know? Taking time to sit down and really sit in silence and allowing the answers to come to you. It's about allowing. Too many times we try to control every situation. And when we do that, we make things really messy for ourselves. So it's time to just sit back and just to allow. You know, in my own situation, I could have put my foot down and said, you know, you need to stop calling us, stop contacting us, and been really bitchy about it. But I believe the lesson was about letting go of the ego and realizing that this person is also a victim. We're in the same boat. And if you're in the same boat, if you work against each other, you're just going to sink the boat. But if you help each other out and work together, you can actually get that boat to shore. So sometimes it's necessary to let go of that ego. It's not easy, but it is necessary. We sometimes don't want to look like we're the weak one, but... Working together with someone doesn't make you look weak. Intelligent people know you have to work together with people, and it doesn't mean that if someone treated you unfairly that you just say, fine, do it again. It means 
okay, I know that you are not fair to me. And I want to work on this. I want to fix it. And you're not ever going to do this to me again. So keeping the healthy boundaries that you set for yourself, but also being open-minded and willing to work. All right, guys. Well, I wanted to pull a couple of cards for you. And so I pulled two cards from the Archangel Oracle deck by Doreen Virtue. And the first one I pulled for you is Gifts from God. And it's Archangel Sandal Fun. We angels bring you gifts from your creator. Open your arms to receive. And I have been getting this message lately too. That there are gifts coming for everyone. We're about to receive huge blessings in our lives. So if there's something that has seemed insurmountable to you. Something you've been worrying about. The message I keep receiving is that it's going to work out. It's all about divine timing, but very soon this is going to work out. And very soon God is bringing you the gift of resolution to whatever this situation is. So be open and willing to receive it. The second card I pulled for you is sensitivity and it's Archangel Haniel. You are extra sensitive to energies and emotions right now. Honor yourself and your feelings. And this is so true. We are going through such a huge energetic shift right now. And I know you can feel it because I can feel it. I'm doing this podcast today with almost zero energy because I've been like trying to detox a little bit, just as I talked about in the podcast episode Monday. But it's been such an emotional week for me. And then it's not just the graduation and things that are going on. It's been emotional because I feel like my empathic abilities have been heightened. And I just feel like I'm picking up on a lot of energy right now. And so I'm having to go through and purge the energy, which you do that by, you know, clearing yourself and I've talked about how to do that on here before and you can do meditations and tappings and different things to help clear yourself too but all of that energy that extra energy it can make you feel very tired and just unmotivated and I don't know about you guys but I definitely am feeling the tired part and I am feeling just I can sense in the way that I'm sleeping lately I wake up Every hour, every two hours, I just don't get restful sleep right now. And I think it is the energy shifting. And I'm doing all of this, like taking salt bath and detoxing and all of this other stuff. And I'm doing all the right things, but I think the energy is just so heavy right now. And it's not a bad thing. It's shifting for a good reason. You know, we are elevating our frequency for the entire planet. So it's a good thing and it's going to be a good thing, but we're in that stage right now where, you know, some of us are still quarantined, still got all of that going on. And there's a lot of uncertainty still. So that takes its toll on people, understandably. So be patient and gentle with yourself because you are extra sensitive. So that means you need to take the extra precautions to make sure that you are clearing your energy So maybe saging your house or using Palo Santo to clear your house, clearing yourself and your energies, doing meditations, 
shielding yourself if you need to because you may find that you're around energy vampires because when you start elevating, when you start really raising your vibration, it's almost like, and I was talking to a client about this today, it's like you become a beacon of light for people and what that does is people are attracted to you and drawn to you because of your light, because they want some of that. And some people are drawn to you because they're of the same frequency and that's awesome. And you guys, there's equal give and take. But then there are other people who are drawn to you who just want to take your light. And those people suck the energy out of you, which is why we call them energy vampires. And you need to be really careful about being around those people. You need to shield yourself when you know you're going to be around those kinds of people. So asking Archangel Michael to be with you and to surround you in his light to protect you from those energies is always a good idea. And just make sure you're taking care of yourself. Be gentle. Do things that make you happy. Because right now we are in flux still. We are in a state of flux and it is going to get better. And I feel it's slowly getting better, but it's taking its time. And so for many of us, that takes its toll on us. So make sure you're taking care of yourself. Be good to yourself. Be kind to yourself. All right, guys. Well, I want to thank you so much for being here with me today. As always, if you like this podcast, please subscribe. Please share it with others. Please leave me a review from wherever you're listening. That helps others to find me. And I want to thank those of you who have already done so. Also, I want to thank again those who have donated through Venmo and PayPal to my channel because I do this podcast for free. So it really is a help and a blessing for those of you who have shared energetically your gifts with me. So I want to thank you for that so much. Also, I want to announce that Friday we will have a special guest on my podcast. So stay tuned and watch Facebook for details on that. I'm starting to have more people reach out to me saying that they would like to be on my podcast. So you will start seeing more guests from time to time. And that's just because if I feel like they are on the same level as I am and and can contribute something to you guys that maybe I can't, then I will have them on my show. Also, don't forget to follow me on social media. I go live Mondays at 6.30 Central on Facebook where I do a free card reading for you. And I also post videos to IGTV and Instagram, so check that out. If you want to work with me, you can go to my website, melissaoatman.com. There you will see a list of all of the services I offer. You can purchase your session directly from my offerings page. And when you're ready to book, simply contact me and we will schedule your session. I have um, right now availability daytime and evening because I'm working from home. So there's more availability. So if you want to work with me, don't hesitate to reach out. And also, you can still purchase my book. It's also available on my website. Also, the audiobook is now available on my website. It's still not available from Amazon yet. Just got an email saying, we're working on it. It's delayed. So you can get it now anyway on my website if you want to go there. Thank you to all of you. I hope that you guys have a beautiful day. And I am sending you so much love and light. And I will talk to you soon. Bye, guys.